0: what's up what's up what's up we're back um you're listening to the Carmine Davis show if you hear me chewing I just got DoorDash DoorDash just dropped off some Chick-fil-a I'm not going to eat any but um I might nibble on my waffle fries because cold waffle fries are a no cold fries are a no for me period. I don't really fuck with fries like that. I don't really like potatoes, potatoes like that, potatoes. (laughs) I told y'all was country. Um, I don't like potatoes like that, uh, in any form. I don't like baked potatoes, but I do love sweet potatoes, but I don't know how we got here. Um, Welcome to the show. This is the Carmine Davis show, and random shit on the top of my head just comes out of my mouth. So, if you are into that kind of kink or whatever, uh, follow and subscribe. Um, we are on every major podcast platform um, available at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play now. But we are distributed through. On um, Spotify, so check us out. Um, today, uh, in hot topics. Today in hot topics, what y'all want to talk about? Did y'all see um about that five-year-old boy that got pulled over in LA? Highway police pull, and you know it's coming straight from Love B Scott. Uh, um, my love muffin. Highway police pull over five-year-old en route to. Highway police pull over five-year-old en route to L- <laughs> Highway police pull over five-year-old en route to L.A. to buy a Lamborghini. They have a photo, and I hate. Um, I'm a, of course it's in the links if you want to read the article, um, but I do not like this photo. They blurred it out, but it looks like a snake is on his face. I don't like that, B Scott change that just blur his face that kind of freaks me out I don't know if I'm tripping or what but um (laughs) he took off and um I'm assuming his uh mother's car (laughs) to go buy it he had three dollars in his pocket what were you doing at five this isn't a crazy story to me um they tweeted about this The uh, Utah Highway Patrol revealed That the child had left his home In his parents car After an argument with his mother Because she would not buy him a Lamborghini I feel that He was upset and on the verge of tears And it was short one worded answers that he gave Utah Highway Pol- Police Patrol Trooper Rick Morgan Told ABCS News Shout out to that patrol trooper um his parents said that he had not driven before. This was the first time that he did anything like this. Um, <laughs> the unidentified, wait, it is more. The unidentified thief reportedly slipped by a sibling while his parents were at work, took hold to the car keys and set out for the California to buy one for himself. So he was in Utah and his plan was to drive. To California to get his own Lamborghini with three dollars in his pocket while his parents were at work, he made it about two miles from his home before he got caught on the highway. Boy, I'm afraid to drive now. It's no secret about me. I do not like to drive. I don't. I don't know if it's maybe. I don't know what that is about me. I don't. I. I'm terrified of driving. I'm terrified of killing somebody. Probably because the situation. <laughs> I, okay, I had a similar situation growing up, and I'm, I'm this. That's what made me choose this article because I remember when I was young, my mom. Okay, if I from what I remember, and I think if my mom is listening to this, which I doubt she is, um, but I wonder if how much of this is she remembers. One time it was when my brother was in a, in a. Um, I was a toddler, and um, my brother was in the uh a car seat she ran into the gas station i don't know i mean not in the gas station the grocery store and i have no idea why my mom left us in the car but i remember in my mind i thought to myself i was going to uh drive my brother and me to the park so i get up in the front seat and i pull back the steering the um the shift And we begin to roll back. (laughs) I remember this because I remember hitting carts and people stopping. And I don't remember anything else. I think I I should have, I should be trophied for even remembering that much about it. um, Because I was a toddler. Uh, And I, I do remember, a lot of people talk to me about this. Like, how do you remember so much? But I cannot, like in my childhood, but I cannot remember what happened last week or what my friend said a couple hours on the phone. I have, I I guess I remember my fuck ups better than I remember anything. But, um, so I get that. Uh, what do you think happened? Okay. So the little boy, of course, so it didn't end with a, a police attack. So the little boy was not, uh, my child if that makes any sense. So what do you think happened when he got home? Oh, Michael, gosh darn it, you know. What do you do to a child who, a five-year-old? What's the proper way of punishing a five-year-old? You have to be careful how, you know, you punish five-year-olds because at the end of the day, it's a five-year-old child. So what what the fuck does he know? You know, like, it's a kid. He thinks that he could get his ass up and go drive. If you can do it, he can do it. You know, that's crazy to me. What would your mama do if 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 she, if you took her car and took off for a spin? Are you getting your ass whooped? Are you getting your ass? Are, is she busting your ass quickly? Are you getting on punishment? How are you disciplined as a kid? I don't remember what my mama did, but I'm almost certain My mama probably didn't beat my ass because I was really young. Um, my mom was, my mom was really, really, I think she was a fair disciplinarian. I I don't think my mom was one of those parents that, um, frequently in our community, I, I, I feel like you have one extreme or the other when it comes to discipline. Like you, you have that parent that lets their baby get away with everything And then you have that one, um, that whoops their child's ass. Go get anything to whoop their child's ass. Like you're talking about, I've seen irons being thrown shoes, uh, um, remotes and, um, shit vases. I've seen a vase thrown in my family. (laughs) It's not funny. Child abuse is never funny, but y'all know what I'm talking about there black families, black, especially um I think black women were creative. Black men fathers were um the few and far between that we do have in our community. Shout out to the black fathers. Um my I mean, my cousin Daryl was a black father and he was it was it wasn't creative. It was just straight to the point. When when a black dad whooped your ass, it was straight to the point. A belt. And you were getting your ass tore up and it's, it's horrible, but what do you do now? I, I, I couldn't, and, and even my mom was very in the middle. Um, we got spanked, but it was, I feel like my mom, I don't know if it's cause she was just tired. (laughs) I feel like my mother, when it came to whoopings and all of that, my mom was very fair looking back on anything, everything. Shout out to my mom. You know, when she, when she was mad, she got mad and we got it. But my mom wasn't an ass whooping, ass whooping mama. You know what I mean? Like that kind of mama that you like, why the hell do you keep spanking? It's a, at this point, it's a baby. You're the retard. Bitches, you, you know, like if you have to beat your child all the time, every day, all day, uh, girl you you're retarded but um my mama was very a fair disciplinarian but how were you whooped were you were you were you every I want to hear about that hit me up let me know how you were whooped tell me your story I'll share it on social media tell me how you were getting were you a give me your game boy I got my game boy taken from me maybe for like a second (laughs) I was, I was a pretty good kid for the most part. It was my mouth. I was a mouthy child, if you could imagine. <laughs> I don't know where I got it from. I guess, you know, I guess my mama thinks I got it from this, just out of the sky. But whatever you do or whatever happened to you, I, I think, especially, we can't do anything about how we were parented. Some people got it a lot worse than others. And I'm sorry. Here's a virtual hug. An audio hug. I'm sorry if, you know, you got... I'm sorry if you got more than your share of the lickens than you're probably supposed to. You could could have been like my mom. What my mom didn't do, you know, she didn't... I don't feel like my mom ever really abused us physically, but my mom... My mama's mouth. I don't know how you could see you're talking to your child and your child probably is learning this way of dialogue from you maybe but i'm not i love my mama you know but you know my mom my mom was a more of a verbal ass whooping her and ooh. If I could go back in time, I'd probably go and take my Uncle Daryl's whoopings before I could ever hear some of the stuff that my mama said. But I love my mama. But we, you know, you have to be careful. So even when I think about that situation with the little boy, I don't have kids either. So I don't know what I would do. That's a frustrating situation. But I, I don't think I could beat my child. I know I I maybe a spank on the butt and get your ass in the room, but I could never, because I don't believe beatings work. I think as people, we should be more careful about those kind of things. A lot of us are dealing with trauma from incorrect disciplining, disciplining gone too far or a lack of discipline. Let's not, let's not get it twisted. I feel like... In the house, at my house, we probably had a, um, a little bit of both going on with me and my brother. Like it was one of us was getting the verbal business and the other one was getting away with a lot. A lot. But, you know, that that costs you. So I think parents need to be more careful, especially I think our generation this, the millennials coming up, I see a lot of proactive and great parenting, amazing parenting, question and answering periods and leading them down a process of thinking and having critical thinking and teaching teaching kids the proper way of discipline, a real life, setting them up for real life consequences, I think is the best. What, what would really happen to you? I think that's why so many of us don't, think of fear like fear jail or even look at there's a lot of criminals out here who don't look at fear that they don't have the fear of jail or the fear of um, the judicial system because you know they were getting their ass whooped as a child they're afraid of the only discipline a lot of people know is that physical discipline and that carries on I don't know I'm trying to skirt around saying something but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I feel I feel like if you were taught that your your mama and your daddy beating you is the way the proper way of disciplining you, I would not be surprised if you stayed a little bit longer when you were your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your wife and your husband was beating you. Because you're taught that that's a sense of discipline and it's a sense of love when it's not all. It's a sense of frustration. It's a sign of frustration. Your mama was frustrated with you. That's why she beat you. She was beaten. Her grandfather was beaten. Her great-grandfather was beaten on and on and on. Because it was done over and over again and y'all managed to be okay. But if you really look back on it, you're passing down abuse, 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 abuse in the household you're not passing down discipline because you're not afraid to go to jail. Jail, we talk about it like it's a vacation. What we know is ass whoopings. Nobody calls the police no more, bitch, we fight. That's our crime and punishment. That's how, and that's not a real life. That's why so many of our daughters are dying in the house right now during quarantine. Because they think that they're being disciplined or someone thinks that they are disciplining because that's what was, dis- that's how they know. That's how they deal with their frustrations. And that's how they stop a situation that's f- causing them frustration, physical. So how are you disciplined? And do you feel like maybe it went too far? Now, I know, I know you didn't take your mama's car on, on a joyride to California, Think about the worst ass whooping you ever got. Do you even remember what you did? Was that ass whooping? Do you feel like you should have gotten your ass whoopings? Like, do you feel like the licking and all that? Do you feel like you learned, or were you just learned to be afraid? Do you really know why your situation, why you couldn't do the things that you were doing? Did you learn a lesson, or did you just know that that's what's gonna, you were just gonna get your ass whooped if you did it again? And I know I sound so new wave parent, but I, I think parenting is the most important job in the world because you're, you're creating a human and it doesn't stop when you give birth. It, 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 all the way until you pass, you are teaching someone to be successful and how to deal with failures and how to, to communicate with the world around them to communicate more importantly in their own head. That's the most dangerous part. And you're putting a lot of fear in your child of physical consequence. To the point where by the time you're seventeen, you getting your ass whooped is it's the Rosetta Stone <laughs> of your life. A lot of people that I knew and I grew up with ass whoopings were the way they communicated. Fighting and physical is the language. The yes and the no. Yes, you could get your ass whooped and <laughs> whooped and, you know, no. I, No, I'm gonna kill you, bitch. You know, like, and it's sad. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. But anyway, I want to know what's the worst ass whooping you got and what you did. And do you feel like it was worth it? Do you feel, and also I want to know, do you feel like the way you were disciplined, how does it have an effect on how you look at life now? We're going on to the next segment. Um, usually I spotlight, sometimes I spotlight artists, but I wanted to change it up a little bit. And I want to ask you a question about, I don't know, when was the last time you heard, you were on the radio and you were just listening to the radio and you were like, you heard a new song and you're like, this person is singing. Who is this on the radio? This, this person is singing this person on pop R&B top 40 radio. I'm going to bring up something else, you know, to give you a minute to think about that, because I think it might take a little bit of time and, um, let you know that I don't listen to the radio. I have not, it's been so long since I've actually tuned into the radio. Um, if I'm in the car, I'm listening to my own music on Spotify. Um, I'm never not listening to Spotify or YouTube. I don't listen to the radio, so I don't know what's going on right now. I I do. I, and I don't tweet, but I, I tweet stuff, especially a lot of my college friends. They keep me, um, keep me hip about who's hot right now. If it's not on my Spotify playlist, I don't know it. Or if it doesn't pop up or on my own bubble. Okay, so, okay. So you probably have an answer right now. So you, it's been maybe a long, long time. Probably the probably last person you heard really singing on the radio is Adele. <laughs> So, okay, we all agree, Adele. Um When's the last time you heard a black boy like me on the radio singing? Like singing, singing, not singing. There there's a lot of them just singing. And just singing with a When's the last time you went and you on TV on Jimmy Kimmel and saw A little black boy or a black man with a mic to his mouth and he's singing. No pompom circumstance. No, none of that. No naked women around him, which we love. Don't get me wrong. We love sex. We love it. You know, Chris Brown, Trey songs and all that. No love lost, whatever. They're cool at what they do, but singing. Tank, but he takes his shirt off, so... Um, hand in mic, do you want to see black boys sing anymore? I love the weekend. I love the weekend. I have a I have a whole other thing about the weekend. I love the weekend. I think he's really, really great artist. I think he's a really, really cool guy. I love the weekend. I love his music. I love the weekend. But Usher, that's it. <laughs> And we don't want to see Usher dancing anymore. We want to see Usher dance. Usher has to come flying from a ceiling, in <laughs> flying from a ceiling ceiling in her Peter Pan outfit with four unicorns, a dozen leprechauns, lasers, and a bunch of fog to to get you to watch him. Most, and to be honest, most artists do, but it, you know they want to see a show. But there are some artists. I'm thinking about the Luther Vandross. Do you do do? When's the last time you saw it? When's the last time you've heard it? In a very creepy, like in a creep, a cre- <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> in a weird, like it's been a very, very long time since we had a pop, R and B pop, a popular R and B male artist. That could sing. I'm talking about sitting the mic and saying the same way y'all let Adele sit up and sing her lullabies on Jimmy Kimmel. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to play Adele, but you know what I'm trying to say. When, when, when it's been, a (laughs) right? Am I wrong? I'm gonna give you a little bit more. I'm gonna eat another waffle fry and I'm gonna give you, name it, name him. I think the last time I remember, and now don't, don't get me wrong. I love Frank Ocean too, So I, but I, I won't, I'm not going to count Frank Ocean and just let that go. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to talk about it. Don't ask about it. I'm going to completely cross Frank Ocean out. I think I saw Maxwell sing during a... Was it Stop the World or, or Pretty Wings? I think I saw him singing it on Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. Maybe like 10 years ago when that, when an album came out. Uh... <laughs> you haven't. We haven't. I'm talking about, you know, not even even just in a suit. You could be in a t-shirt and some jeans and grab a mic and get down there and sing. We don't see it no more. Is it because okay, so my question is is another question. Is it because y'all don't want to see it or because it's not offered? Now think about it. Like Luke James, Roe James, you know, that's what I mean by singing. And if you don't know who these people these two people are, you need to close the Amazon app or whatever and Go to Spotify and Ro James, R O James, and Luke James. Um, who else? Um, Tank can sing. You know, Elijah Blake can sing. I love DVSN. They can sing. Um, Kevin, uh, Kevin Ross. Uh, who else can I think of? Singing Rah- Raheem Devon, but he was before. None of these. You don't. I probably already lost you. You know, a Gordon Banks. Y'all don't want to see us sing, right? What do What do What do black men have to do to get your attention aside Aside from letting you know that they're not interested in your Your ass. They want a Cuban beige plastic Barbie with. The hugest perky tits in the world, and zero waste and an ass that knocks their umbrella off the door when they walk in, you know what I mean? Like, or letting you know that, um there's only looking to fuck you in the bathroom and not take you home to their mama. like it's', it's in which we love those songs. We love those concepts though, but used to we've always had that. We've always had the Bobby Browns, and we've always had the bad boys of r and b but you always had Luther too that could come up to the Grammys and, and grab the mic and represent us tastefully show us that we are artists and we are good we are serious about our craft we're crafting love songs as well which i feel like we should. yeah i'm shit i'm a little bad boy sometimes too but the heart of me i'm a, i'm a singer i'm a lover I want to be able to sit in a mic. I dance and I perform, um, you know, and I play. But I would love to be able to grab a mic and print it for you and and give you the beautiful ones. I want a Luther Vandross here and now, you too. But when's the last time you've seen that and really seen? Do you not want to see that or do y'all... Are there, are, have we not promoted these people? Why don't we, why aren't we bringing Row James to the Grammys? Or the Luke James, or why didn't, why do y'all want us not, why y'all don't want us to sing no more? <laughs> why can't we, is it because you don't want, is it, Dara asked that black male masculinity is a little fragile. Is it fragile or do y'all not want to see it? I know y'all don't like to see. I uh, my friend, my 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 childhood best friend, we've been best friends since we were like in a fourth grade, Sinclair. We literally one night we were just it was a week of just being bombarded by every day we we're getting in the news about. It's always these tweets about what you can see, what a a black man can and cannot do. I read one distinct, like, there's a tweet. I'm not bullshitting you. This is, and it was retweeted like 100,000 times, 200,000 times. It was a lot. Um, This woman says that she, (laughs) she feels as though that a black man, if she's on a date with a man and he orders a dessert, he's gay. And she's done with them. You can order an appetizer and she'd be okay with you even getting two meals, but you're ordering a dessert makes you a bitch. So shit, I, shit. <laughs> you know, the, you know, brothers can't get a, a creme brulee? Like, really? <laughs> a lemon meringue? you know, a, a baklava, you know, and nothing? You gotta have a whole nother turkey. Or another duck, another rotisserie chicken, another chicken parm. For a bitch to think that you're a man, but you can't enjoy a flan, a churro on the menu. I can't get, I can't order a milkshake without you feeling like I want to fuck the butt of another man. Suck another man's dick. Like those equate. So I wonder if that correlates with why they don't want to see you sing anymore, black men. I, I say fuck that, baby. If you want a dessert, tch, fuck. And and if she got some, split the motherfucking bill. That's how you handle that. See if she changes her tune. And the reason why is that it's the issue with me because we sing, we sing. We set the t- we we've always set the tone for balladry from the beginning. Rest in peace, Bill Weathers. You know. Sangin. Uh, take it to Stevie Wonder. Amazing. Rest in peace, Luther Vandross. Song. Prince. Y'all know, I picked up a guitar and a piano and a mic because of Prince. Prince sounded like me. He did the music that I wanted to do. And um, what representation of that do we have now? We got, I mean, Justin Timberlake. But it's the only... That's the, that's the only black man that we have. Yeah. I guess it's okay. You know, it's right when it's, you know, he's right and white. So it's cool if he sits and grabs a mic and sings. And I, I'll tell you why I won't, I won't really say why I won't put Frank Ocean in that category. I'll ask you, do you think Frank Ocean's in that category? I'm over these waffle fries now. They're cold, so now I'm using them to make sure that the girls are quiet. I have two pit bulls laying right beside me when I record. They're the sweetest you never hear them. Oh, they're so sweet. Probably because I give them God's fries. I um, went ahead and Googled, you know, the top 20 best male R&B singers. <laughs> Why did I do that? Um, okay, so I'm going to read you the list. I'm not going to tell you what I think. I'm going to move on. Of course, I'll put the link in the description. This is from Ranker. And Ranker voters put number 1 the top male R&B artists of 2019 to be exact. So this is this is pretty fair. So okay, okay. Perfect. Number 1. Take a guess. Chris Brown. 2 Ursha baby, the weekend is three. Miguel is four. Five is Trey Song, Six is John Legend. Seven, Bryson Tiller. Eight is Khalid, or Khaled. Nine is Black. Ten, Ty Dollar Sign. Eleven, Jerem, Jeremiah. Twelve is Tori Lanez. Thirteen, Eric Billinger, who I love. Fourteen is Jaquez, who I don't. Um, fifteen is Anderson Pack. 16 is Trevor Jackson, 17 Lucky Day, 18 Pink Sweats, I love sweet pink sweats, um, 19 is, um I don't know this, oh he's a Japanese singer, why don't I know him, George Miller, his name is his, Joji, okay, 20 is B. Smith, um, 21 is L Hay, 22 is Levin Kali. 23 is PJ Morton, Twenty-four, Cautious Clay. Twenty-five is Rico Love. Twenty-six is Alu J. This is the best male R&B singers of 2019 ranked by Ranker. I'm gonna put the link in the description. Okay, I lied. I'm gonna tell you what I think. Um, I only think I've named three singers. The rest of them are rappers. One. I just got exhausted <laughs> reading that. Now I love all of them. We love everybody. Hmm. I almost want to just drop this. <sighs> wow. I yeah. They have an updated list though. Brewing of the 2020s. I can't imagine it being any different. I and you know, and I they to the point where they had to just throw bitches in there. I knew 12 of them. The great thing I love about this show is that a lot of y'all DM me and email me about the topics, which I love. I think that is so cool. If you know all these people I just named, send me your favorite song from the, and you know which ones I'm talking about. I'm not going to diss anybody. I'm not you. That's not my ministry. That's not why I'm here. It ain't even the type of party. You know, 90% of people, 98% of people don't know who the fuck I am. So I'm not, I'm, I'm just breaking into this business. So I'm not trying to throw salt, but I wasn't named. So there's that, but I don't know if I'm upset about that either. Reading this list again, (laughs) I guess, put me over there with the pop boys, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I guess I want to say I rest my case. I think I am going to say I rest my case. Y'all don't want to see us sing no more. Toxic masculinity is what I'm blaming it on. What do you think? Let me know. Why don't y'all want to see black boys sing no more? I want to talk about now, you know, we always talk about love. One of my favorite topics I want to talk to millennials as usual. And even, even Gen Z. I want to talk to y'all if you're listening. Are we, can we just, are we all in agreement that we're not going to get married? You know, like, especially, I can't really even speak for all the hetero out there. I love y'all. But this is, uh, this is the Ella DeGeneres queen latifah billy porter kind of conversation um is it is it like even for even for the the hetero i see a lot of jay-z and beyonce's i don't really see a lot of you know michael Kors and lance lapierce is he are they still together because what's his name alan Cumming and um Grant Schaffer, Grant Schaffer, I remember that. Lance Bass married his partner. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to turn this into another race conversation, but y'all know. It's already hard for... Black men, men to... We can't even sing R&B music. Let alone come out and tell everybody that we're singing about a boy. Shit. And like, again... Um we're gonna we're gonna kinda softly exclude Frank Ocean. Not because he don't he doesn't check the boxes. It's just and we're gonna definitely give Will Nas ex uh an ex. But um, I don't know. Do you think um that you'll ever marry your partner or do you feel like you'll ever get married? Is the idea of marriage like a far and like, off... I don't know. What is it? Are we not equipped? I believe that it's because we... There are traditional values in place for the same... I mean, the, the opposite-sex marriage. Okay? Ideally, which I can... Ooh, I cannot stand these... Uh, you know, this bullshit. But, you know, the woman stays home, take care, of, takes care of the kids, makes sure that dinner is... Ready for the husband who brought home the bacon about six o'clock they all sit at the table they talk and tell about how Billy got in trouble in school today and you know the daddy I'll be march over there and you know let me show you how to shoot some hoops and you know blah 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 but there there isn't an ideal in place for same sex marriage there's no tradition, and I don't believe that anybody follows that. Tradition of for the opposite sex anymore. I know a lot of women, who majority women now go home and get the bacon, um, or everybody's going, everybody eating bacon <laughs> in the house. But there's a set so there's even in that tradition there's there are, there's a underlining key to success, but there hasn't really been one for a successful marriage. I don't know a i personally don't know i i don't know a, a gay i know no that's a lie I know one beautiful lesbian marriage that is beautiful and they they've been together for a year or two i know i know and i know one i actually know three couples gay couples that are together there are couples they've been together for a while but one of them swing. So I'm not doing that, (laughs) but I don't know any male, male marriage. Am I? I I don't, I know. I don't know any male, male, black married, married couples. I do. I yes. I, well, like I said, they, they swing. So I do know one um, gay married couple and all the gays that I know there's one married couple and they swing. So, you know, Almost every gay couple that I even know of always brings someone in their bedroom. I've been offered like a million times. Like every, almost, I get like maybe a message almost. I don't want to say every day, but I can almost say it every day from a married couple asking me to be a third. I'm not, I will, I would, n- you know, never tell y'all if I did or not, but uh, I, I know I wouldn't feel comfortable. Is that the, is is that the, is that what it has to be? Like, could it be possible for, do you, like, especially I'm talking to the black gay men. Do you, marriage is kind of like a swinging door. Like you're together, you're partnered, but you're always kind of seeing, I know, seeing someone else. Is that just the, is that what it takes to be married? Because ideally they, you don't believe in monogamy. Or is it the fact that we just have given up on monogamy? It seems like that's the tradition, actually. Get married with someone who you want to swing with the rest of your life. I mean, these are... I, I'm not... These are 30 and older, 50, 60-year-old couples asking my, you know, young, tender ass to their boudoir, like, the fuck? You know, like, enough of a quarantine, like... Maybe later. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know a couple and I even, even with my um, love, there's even talk of like not even living together, like getting married and not living separate houses. Like the fuck? What's what's the point (laughs) to me? I get it, but I do believe that (sighs) this is making my head hurt. I don't want to marry somebody who I can't stand to be with alone, who I can't stand to fuck every day alone, who I can't stand to raise children with. But really think about it. What was, what's the what's how many the ratio of hetero to homo marriages that you have in your life and ask yourself why? What's up with that? Is that that's not even cool. <laughs> you know, like. Wow, it was really blowing my mind. You think about it and holler at me next week I think that's the end of the show I appreciate you love you need you want you baby um make sure you follow subscribe and rate this give me the five star because you know why you already know what it was thank you so much for listening again this is the fourth episode one month of this episode shit this has been long this is exhausting (laughs) But I'm happy to do it. Thank you for listening to me. And um, I'll see you next week.